I'm Anaya Zachary. I'm going to be interviewing one of our church members, Miss Pamela Rawls from Centerville Missionary Baptist Church about her new book that just came out. It's called Bruised Apples. It's available on Amazon. Yeah. Um, tell me about this book. What inspired you to write it? This book. Um, first, have you read the book? Yes, I did. Yay! The first thing that I said when I started reading it, I turned to my mom and I was like, this has her voice all over it. Like, yes. no one else could have written it. Yay! <laughs> I'm so glad that you said that. So, the inspiration behind this book was I was going through um, a very hard time. I was going through what seemed like the end of my life because mm -hmm. I've only known one thing my whole life and I was married for so long. Um, I met my, my ex-husband now, sounds so weird to say, when I was 18 years old and he's all that I knew. Between him and God and being a mom, um, I feel like that's all I had and that's mm -hmm. all that I was. And so um, I went and found a therapist to kind of do some self work and I, of course I spent a ridiculous amount of time in prayer, but I also started looking for books. I, I needed to read something and I couldn't find that book. I couldn't mm -hmm. find it. And so I just felt God heavy on my spirit. And I just wrote what I needed to read because I know I'm not the only woman out there who felt that, you know, everybody mm -hmm. has feelings, but I knew what I was going through that I wasn't alone and somebody else is going through the exact same thing. So I just wrote what I felt like other women needed to read. Yeah. So within writing your book, did you feel like you discovered new things about yourself? Um, this, in reading the book I did, not when writing the book, because when I wrote the book, um, it was easy for me. You know, I always say God speak when I do my worship Wednesdays or my devotionals or when I'm teaching seminars, no matter what it may be, I always say God speak because I want it to be less of me and more of him. Mm -hmm. But when I started writing the book, I was just, it was just flowing because it was comfort. You know, a lot of days were for me were uncomfortable, but I was uncomfortable in my situation, but it was comfortable because that's all that I knew. Mm -hmm. Sounds crazy, but I'll use the analogy. Um, if you've only had one pair of shoes and they're old and they hurt your feet, you kind of get used to them because that's all you know. But then if you get a brand new pair of shoes and they fit and they mm -hmm. feel amazing, you then realize how uncomfortable the other pair of shoes were. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, when I went back to read the book, the editor's copy for mistakes and stuff like that, I mean, God spoke to me. It just really liberated me because I carried a lot of guilt because I still struggle with, Am I doing the right thing? Um, and here's a Bruce Apple quote. One of the things I put in the book was, you know, it doesn't matter if it's right. It matters if it's right for you. Mm -hmm. You know, because I carry so much guilt and I couldn't figure out did I do the right thing. But when reading the book, it let me know that I did it because I felt that I was liberated. So, yeah. One of my favorite quotes, it was towards the beginning of you the book. You remember a quote from the book? Yes, honey. I yes. did. Yes. yes. Okay, so... One of the things that stuck with me was about how you have to treat yourself because no one's making it out of here alive. Ooh. And we're all basically walking each other home. Yes. That really spoke to me. So how did you come up with the way to put that? Like that specifically the way that you wrote it spoke to me. I don't, I just, um, I really feel like 
speaking to women, whether they be young, my age, seasoned. Um, I just feel like that's my gift. And a lot of stuff that I say God gives to me, so I don't want any credit for that. I don't know why it came across that way. But if you think about it, um, we're all just walking each other home. We're all, the end goal is to get to heaven. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're only going to go to heaven or hell. That's the end goal. Um, and of course, God says you can have life and have it more abundantly, but you also have to live your life according to his will. And so for me, I had to figure out how to get somebody to walk with me and listen to me. Because all we're doing is like every day is another day closer to being with God every single day. And none of us are going to leave here alive. You know, none of us are. And that's why it's so very important to speak your truth. And I say that in the book so much. You have to speak your truth because that's all you have at the end of the day. And we're all just walking each other home. Even you and I have had talks from when you were younger up until now. Um, I've seen you grow into a young lady. And I'm sure there's probably something that I've said a couple years ago that probably still resonates with you. And that was us taking a walk. And where you were and where you are now, it's not the same place. And mm-hmm. five years from now, we'll be a little closer to home. So we're all just basically walking each other home. So, Okay, I'm going to look at my questions here. Okay. Um... Do you see yourself writing another book? Initially, no. But you know they always say that if you make plans, God will ask because God has the final say. But the other day I was in my kitchen and mm-hmm. um, I was going to grab a banana before I went to the gym. And um, I picked up the bananas. And one of the bananas completely just, I don't know how it even did it, but it came off of, um, it came apart and it just splattered all over my floor. And the rest of them were firm, and then instantly a title came to me. Um, I'm not going to tell you what the title is, <laughs> but a title did come to me, and God kind of planted another seed and put it inside of my spirit. But I'm going to wait for him to move because I just, you all, if anybody knows me, they know my favorite scripture is Jeremiah 29 11, and it says, mm-hmm. I know the plans that I have for you. Um, I don't know all the plans, but I know that God knows all the plans that he has for me. So he may have another book in store for me, I hope. I mean, because my only goal is to help somebody. Like, it's not, I don't need another car. I don't need another purse. I don't need um, more money. I have a great job. I'm blessed. I don't need, like, material stuff. I'm not saying I have the world, um, but I have God. So I don't need that stuff. I just have a need to fulfill my purpose. And I know that's in helping women. That's, I know that's my purpose. And so if writing 50 more books helps somebody, then that's what I'll do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, so writing a book takes a lot of time. And I was wondering how you balanced writing your book and then being a mom and going to work and how you fit your creative journey with your book into your personal life. Um, I'm just... Um, a very, not really live in the moment, but I'm very um, divinely inspired. Ooh, that sounded good, <laughs> I'm divinely inspired, and I say that because when I wake up, I never know what God has in store for me, but I know he has plans. And so, initially, I was gonna write this book like almost two years ago, and I kept, I would write and I would stop. I would write and I would stop. And have mm-hmm. a friend named Kiana, who mm-hmm. would never let me live it down. Her and you know Miss Sadie. Mm-hmm. They kind of bounced off of each other, which is why they got the shout out in the book, because they wouldn't let me let this dream die. Yeah. You know, every time it's like almost like if you let a plant, if you don't water a plant, it will start to wilt and initially it'll die. So I had this book idea or a plant. And I would let it wilt. And they would come by and water me every single time. And like, no, they would keep it the dream alive. Write the book. Write the book. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, one day at work while I was screening during this pandemic stuff, I got moved from my initial job to a screening station and I had plenty of time. And um, I went out to my car one day and there was a letter on my car and it didn't have a name on it. It just said, dear friend, I miss you. Write the book. And I hadn't thought about the book in months. And when I said that, I was like, okay, God, I knew who wrote the letter, but I know who told her to tell me to write the book. And so the next day I just wrote it. And like every day at work when I had a free time, I would just, and it just like a month, it just came out. Yeah. It just came out. So when God has something for you to do, um, deliver that thing. You mm-hmm. can push and you can deliver that, that gift, that thing that God has for you to do. You just have to want to do it and it'll come. Yeah. It's so important to have like friends that are rooted in God Mm -hmm. and pour into you to make you pursue the things that they know that God has for you. That's Mm -hmm. really a blessing. It is a blessing. It's amazing. I have a lot of amazing friends that pour into me, that pray for me, um, that wish me well, that pray for my children and keep me covered in prayer. And And I have an amazing, amazing church family that support me is if you don't have a church family and amazing friends around you um change your circle because if you don't then the, the circle will change you you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. if you are around some people and they don't make you want to fly higher and be better then get them around them because you don't want to walk all your life you know mm-hmm. yeah. i saw a quote that said which matches what you just said that always resonated with me and it said if you look around at your circle and the people in your circle don't inspire you. It's not your circle. It's your cage. Ooh, girl, you <laughs> yes. And that. The, and if you remember the book, it's mm-hmm. like being in a prison with invisible bars. Yes. That's exactly what it's like. And it's not saying that you think you're better than someone, but you all you don't want to be an eagle hanging around a chicken. Mm-hmm. You just don't. And you and it's not that you're saying that somebody is beneath you, but you were called to be something different. And you should always want to grow. You should always want to be your best. Self. And that's why I have that group, Your Best Life, on Facebook. I'm so mm-hmm. proud of my group. It has like 1,400 people in it. And it started with 60. Yeah. Um, yes, and I just want to inspire and uplift and encourage as many people as possible. And get you a good circle. Because if your circle doesn't want you to grow, it's not your circle. Mm-mm. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite part of your writing and publishing journey? Oh, gosh. Um... My favorite, I don't know if I really had a favorite part. Mm-hmm. Um, my editor, Charlize, um, for Purpose Writing, had to give her a shout out. She was so amazing. Um, she took my baby and um, she she did what I needed her to do. She gave she gave birth to my baby. And it was mm-hmm. amazing. It, it was all an amazing process. But just seeing my words on paper is amazing. And hearing the reviews from people saying, I know how you feel. Or, girl, you have changed me. Or, you spoke to me. You know, to God be the glory because I know that that's God working through me. And that's what gives me life. When I know that the food that I'm cooking, somebody else is eating. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So that's been my favorite part of it all. Honestly, yeah. Um, I have a funny question. Okay. Okay. Well, there's two parts. First part is, would you make your book into an audiobook format? I've had so many people ask me that. And I think it's a great idea because... Not everybody that reads the book knows me. If you know me and you've listened to my Worship Wednesdays or you've been in one of my classes or my seminars, I know you can hear my voice when you read that book. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know me, then you don't hear me. 
And I think hearing me makes some difference in some ways. So I definitely have been asked for that. I've had people who have told me that they're dyslexic and they really need to hear from me because mm -hmm. they know that God speaks through me. So definitely doing the audio is definitely something that I am actually looking into right now. Okay. Well, if you weren't to voice it, or if you made yours, your audio book with your voice and you could have a second version with a celebrity or someone influential in your life, who would it be? Girl, you know it would be Oprah, I'm just <laughs> I say Oprah because Oprah can reach a multitude. Mm -hmm. It's not about the person, it's about the personality. And her personality is so big and she can reach so many women. Sometimes we think, oh, I'm a black woman or oh, she's a white woman, doesn't, color doesn't matter. It's the gender that matters to me. I, I, of course, I love men, but I'm a lover of women because we are so strong and we have to be so many things. And I feel like she could, you know, reach the masses, honey. Mm -hmm. You never know. God That's said true. you have not that yes, not. I'm asking Jesus. <laughs> so, Oprah, if you out there, <laughs> hit us up. Oprah, if you're out there. <laughs> okay, why should people read your book? I think that if someone has felt lost, lonely, that you're with somebody and you feel alone, if you have ever cried, if you have lost your way, if you have felt like you don't know how to make it through the day, if you feel like you're young and you're holding on to your past and something has hurt you and you don't know what is hurting, if you feel like um, you're confused, you don't know how to find God. That's why I think you should read this book. This book is called Bruised Apples for a Reason because there are so many apples and there are so many different women, but there's no perfect apple. Even the best apples have bruises on it. So even the best women have something. Everybody has something. And this book really helps you to find your something and accept it and move on and still be great for it. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times we try to hide our flaws. We don't want our something to be exposed. Mm -hmm. We don't want the world to see our something. We want them to see our shiny part, our beautiful part, but we don't want them to see our flaw. But this yeah. book really helps you to identify your flaw and to love yourself for who you are and to be excited about who God has created you to be. Yeah. Okay, for everyone out there, tell them anything that you want them to know about your book or about you um, I always tell people that I'm a hot mess and that I love God. Um, I always start every seminar off <laughs> like that because nobody's perfect. I don't even strive to be perfect. I just strive to be more and more like Christ every day. Um, I try to be a light in a dark place. And um, this book is bigger than just me. This book is for anybody who has felt lost, who has just things that I mentioned previously. If you have felt that or if you just want to know my story, if you just want to know more about me, um, get the book. The book is amazing. It's on ebook for $5.99 on Amazon. The paperback is $12.99 and I think it'll be the best money that you spend in a while. Um, I'm not just saying it because it's my book because I really feel like God was speaking through me with this book. Um, so if you really want to know anything about me, I'm kind of an open book. I mean, I have two kids. I work in a heart cath lab. Um, I save lives usually all, every day. I do eyelashes on the weekends because lashes are amazing. <laughs> I'm a lover of God. I mean, I teach Sunday school. Um, I'm in the women's ministry. I'm in the choir. I have amazing friends. I have amazing family. I just have a really full, blessed life. And um, I couldn't see that from the, my pain. I couldn't see the forest for the trees. I couldn't see what I had because my vision was blurry from my tears. But once I stepped back and I did my work and I spoke my truth, I could really see what I had. 
And then once you can see what you have, you can appreciate what you have, and then God can bless you with more. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for telling us about your book. Yay. Everybody who's listening and watching, make sure you go and check out her book and support her on her Your Best Life page on Facebook. Yay. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.